Hello? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. Mm-hmm. Them pockets. Them pockets. <laughs> what are you doing? Playing comp. Oh, that's why you didn't start off with the Cape Silly, the Cape City intro. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's so loud on the recording. You just hear a joystick. Just <laughs> that's all you hear, bro. Like you're not even fully here. You're not even fully present. I am. No, you're not. You're just focused on the game. What game? The one that your joystick is responding to. Ouch. I got bowed in the arrow. Okay, all right, dude. All right, so I was gonna I had a whole Caleb City thing started, but you kinda just ruined it. you just ruined it. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Why why are you thanking me? You didn't want to ruin it anyway, bro. Uh I forgot seeing I'm flustered. Now I don't know what episode this is. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Bumblebee? Nah, you just this uh it's back, it's back, it's back. <laughs> you right. You right. Uh I really don't know what episode this is. Hold on. Nah, I'm like six or something? Nah, that sounds right. I think you're right though. Is it thirty six? This is it's gonna it's gonna bug me, so I have to look it up. Anyway, how was your day though? Uh it was good. Do anything eventful besides play around with your stick? Mm. Why does it take you so long to respond to it? Uh, damn it. I didn't know that he was going to pop his super. You know I just my super. You know what I'm saying? You just. No, it was a, it was a good day. It was near nothing you know, spectacular. Um, We're supposed to, I think, have some more storms tonight. Okay, let's get the podcast started, man. We're already wasting time. It, it was so 35. All right, so. <laughs> All right, so welcome everyone to the 35th episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. I'm your host once again, Wayne Zero One One Ninety Three, and we got Adam Navy Man. Hello, bro. You keep playing with the sticks. <laughs> I never said it. I was done with this match. Oh my gosh, man! All right, so we're gonna get into it, bro. Because uh, are you like focused enough to talk at least? Yes, yes, I know what we're talking about. We're gonna be talking about that Reddit. Uh, not a post or whatever you want to call it, Reddit article. Well, it wasn't even Reddit. It was actually Forbes magazine. Oh, well, whatever. The article the way I sent you. And I guess Joe's not coming? Well, Joe said he, he he's trying to come. He's with his relatives, and he's trying to find an open window. So I sent him an invite anyway. I don't think my clients are coming either because they just stopped talking to me. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like after, like, dates. Anyway. We're going to get on to it. All right. So uh, sorry for the awkwardness, everybody. But uh, yeah, so Adam actually sent me a Forbes article uh, regarding someone's perspective about Destiny 2. And the title is, if there's one thing Destiny 2 still lacks, it's a sense of performance. And it was, it was actually a pretty decent article. It's not that long. It's pretty cool. So I'm just going to read it to you. Okay. So after this article, we're going to talk about it, see what we agree, may disagree with, if that's the case. And then we're going to move on to the This Week at Bungie uh, little post that uh, Bungie released. So I'm excited about that, too. So, Forbes, and I believe this uh, article is by Paul Tassi. He's a senior contributor. So, thank you, Paul. All right, so Destiny 2. Thanks, Paul. (laughs) Okay, Adam, why don't you stick to the game, bro, okay? Hey, man, it's 5 to 5 and countdown right now. Bro, just focus on the game. All right. So I'm starting. I'm starting the quote. So quote, Destiny Two is in a pretty good place right now, having ended the season of the Drifter with the Sunrise Outbreak Prime Quest. Quest. <laughs> so naturally, it's time to complain about something. Got to keep the universe balanced. I've actually been meaning to write this for a long while now, but it kept getting pushed back by new content drops. Content is something that Destiny is not short on right now, but rewards for all of that accumulated content. That's another story. One problem I found with Destiny 2 since release is the relative uh, lack of performance when it comes to the rewards as the game progresses and releases new content. As in, stuff keeps, 
stuff keeps getting left behind when it doesn't need to be. And I'm not sure what functional purpose it serves to do so. This manifests itself in many ways. And the first way he said is the Eververse store. Eververse and holiday events are a prime example of this, especially with their armor sets. At best, they are around for the full duration of the season. At worst, they're around for a one to three week of a special event. We have had six seasons worth of Eververse armor now, along with most of that many special event sets found in the Eververse store. But once those holidays or seasons are over, that's it. The armor's gone. It's not available anywhere else for ever, it seems. The, the quote-unquote why here has to do with some sort of questionable motivation to, I guess, get people to spend money on bright Ingram variants in order to get things before they're gone. And yet, it, and yet has been very clearly evidenced trying to get a god roll set of Eververse armor is almost literally an impossible task. Even if you're buying Ingrams, and so those sets end up largely wasted collecting dust and collections with no way to find them in the wild again chasing new roles it's a waste and i don't think the tiny bit of cash bungie may scrape up from the ingram sales is enough to offset the benefit of another dozen or so sets of armor that were available to farm slash find in the game somehow the same goes for the exotic ships sparrows emotes they're all just gone almost indefinitely barring some sort of rare return to the dust store once or twice a year. Um, Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, There's still more to it. So another one is past armor. This is branching off the Eververse problem, where there are simply a ton of armor sets that have been left behind in the game once Bungie switched to pitting perks on armor. I know. Uh, It's that we have the ability, we, we, we know that the ability exists to simply reintroduce these sets and give them perks. Though, and this, and he's putting in quotes. I mean, he's putting in parentheses. The rubbery set was reskinned year one armor, for instance, and yet the game locks us into our old armor sets being pointless and unable to be reattained with new perks. That limit visual diversity in the game to much more narrow scope when only thirty to forty percent of the total armor is viable in the current state of the game for no real discernible reason. It's even worse when you consider armor that was actually uh, hardened. Oh, hard-earned. Wow, I can't read. Sorry. It's even worse when you can consider armor that was actually hard-earned. Here I'm talking about sets with ornaments from the Crucible, Vanguard, Iron Banner, or the Raid that are, ju- that are now just as pointless as all, as, as all past armor since they're unable to be rolled with perks. Or the worst example so far is when everyone grinded hard for a fully decked-out set of Solstice armor arguably one of the coolest sets in the game's history with all the ornaments. And then a few weeks later, it was rendered entirely pointless by the armor change. Yeah, I, yeah, it's funny. I, I agree with that. We, we grind and work so hard for certain armors, for armor sets and weapons, for them just to be taken away and made almost completely pointless, just not relevant. Uh, I, know, I feel like Paul, not this Paul that wrote this article, but our Paul, said this a ton of times, and I agree with him. Now, here's another one. He's, he's, uh, he's also talking about past weapons. He said, again... Why don't you just paraphrase, dude? You're like, instead of reading the entire article. Well, I'm almost done, so I'm going to finish it. Ah. There's, only, there's only like a couple more paragraphs, and I'm done. Well, shut up, dude. Play, play your countdown match, bro. I'm, we lost. Yeah, you can focus on losing some more. So, All right, again, same issue. One thing that has actually worked in D2 is old exotic weapons, finding a new rel- uh, relevance on occasion because they never get outdated. But this is not true for old legendary weapons, which did not serve the set, did not survive the sea change when Forsaken started letting weapons roll with more perks. Some ultra-favorite guns are still used despite the midnight coup, etc., but for the most part, all these guns have been relegated to the vault or being turned into masterwork cores. This turn... Uh, this this in turns shrinks the available pool of guns you can find broadly, and Destiny tries to pass it off as quote unquote new content when it trickles in old guns during the new seasons of the Vanguard or Crucible or Gunsmith. But it's a slow drift, and some guns like raid weapons or trial guns are never going to be able to be are never going to be able to be used to their full potential with so much left behind. 
And then the last one he talks about is past events. This is the last one, last part of the article. This kind, <clears throat> excuse me, this, uh, this kind of combines the last two. Escalation protocol is probably the best example of this. We're, we're not only do the rewards not, not, wait, not only, I'm sorry, we're not only do the rewards not make much sense to farm anymore since they're old perks, uh, since they're old and perkless armor sets, but the entire activity itself feels outdated with things like one key per week sticking around when it no longer needs to at all. You could say the same for events like the Infinite Forest or Blind Well that simply fade from relevance with no meaningful rewards given to them unless they're jammed into some sort of quest step randomly. The point I'm making here is that we just keep driving forward to the point where we're not just losing stuff in between sequels like we did from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2, but between years or patches even. The rotating stock of Eververse creating a temporary item pool that evaporates into thin air is consistently frustrating. 60% of old armor and weapons not being farmable anymore with new perks for no real reason feels wrong as well. Destiny 2 is fundamentally a collection game. But when you constantly offer only limited time items or render hard-earned things completely obsolete as time marches on, it's dissatisfying and it makes you wonder what current thing you're grinding crazy hard for that might actually totally that might actually be totally useless in a few months. I think Destiny is doing a great job with adding new rewards, but I think it could improve when it comes to leaving old stuff behind in that it really doesn't need to as much as we've been seeing since launch. And that's it. That's the end of the article. That wasn't too bad. That was pretty good. All right, so look, we're going to we're going to um I'm going to let the the sponsor, I'm going to let our I'm uh, you know, get a word of our sponsor in here and then we're going to talk about, you know, our thoughts on that. So, a word from our sponsor. Welcome back, Adam. Woo. Okay. So, you say you lost that game, right? Yeah. Well, sucks for you. All right, so Back to the article. Um, I actually agree with them 100%. I believe our Paul or Superfly Manai has said that plenty of times. And um, I didn't really, it didn't really matter to me at first, but there's a lot of times where we would grind and grind and grind for certain weapons. And then it would become completely obsolete due to a new patch change or just new events or, or just light level increases or whatever. And it just almost makes grinding for these things obsolete and i agree this game i mean destiny 2 or destiny in general is a collection game right i mean what do you what are your what are your thoughts on the whole article you read it before i did you sent it to me so what are your thoughts on it i'm assuming you agree entirely well the only thing i don't really agree with this is just my personal taste is i really could care less for most of the armor stuff now there are a little bit of the armor stuff from uh, year one that I kind of miss for cosmetics, but that to me is like relatively minor. I'm not as concerned about the way my guardian looks, even though I am concerned about it as much as the guns. Like if like I have the had the option of only having one come back of hey all year one armor come back with like random rolls so I could get any of that stuff or all year one weapons come back with random rolls including you know like the raid weapons you know trials and all that fun stuff weapons hands down like like they're just you know again the the cosmetic stuff is cool but you know i can get a same piece of armor that functions the exact same way and it just may not look as good whereas there are guns that you know no two guns are exactly the same even with the same perks so personally, I like the guns more. But yeah, it, it, but in general, that whole uh, just like sentiment, um, I would agree with. It's uh, and it's actually been very frustrating because there are several year one weapons that I like, and sometimes I still try to use. But it's just really hard when um, I don't have that extra perk like year two guns, and I can't add a a mod like year two guns. So yeah, it just makes it very difficult to compete. Um, well, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say compete, per se. I wouldn't even say it makes it – well, maybe it does, depending upon what you like and how good the gun was at one point. Um, but I guess that just depends upon the shift of the meta and maybe how much you really like it, right? But, um, I like, for example, the old-fashioned. I mean, I'm going to start using that gun more often 
but I used to love that gun. And the old fashioned is a hand cannon. For those of you that don't know, it's a, it's a legendary hand cannon. You can just get from anywhere old fashioned. And um, I, used I don't to, know if you can anymore though. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you can anymore because it's an, it's an old weapon. Uh, yeah. I was, I was going to say, um, I used to call it the last words, you know, granddaddy, but now we got the last word. But yeah, I, I I really like the old fashioned. I like the feel. I like the the sound. I like the aesthetics of it. I mean, if you just add more perks, it can definitely just be more crispy and I don't know, just more variety to it. But yeah, I, I like I said, the whole sentiment, you know, the whole point of the article is, is just like old stuff. You know, you grind, you work, you work and grind hard for gear or weapons that may be hard to earn or easy to earn. It doesn't really matter. The point is, it's made irrelevant just due oh. to a season change. And that's why pers- this is my personal stuff is I stopped caring. You know, I, I am, I used to want to try to get everything and all the, the special like iron banner armor for all characters and iron banner weapons and, you know, all the different events. And things. I, I do not have time for that anymore. And like you said, especially since it becomes irrelevant, like, you know, as soon as that event's over, you know, and, and it doesn't offer any benefits like, that was, I guess, the one difference is, remember, you know, in D1, you know, having a full set of, like, Iron Banner gear, you'd get, like, better drops or better tokens or whatever. And, you know, the raid stuff, like, it, it mattered. And now, it, you know, I guess some of it matters a little bit, but not, not you know, extensively. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sweat about it. I literally, right now, every single armor piece I get, I delete. I have the stuff I want and the stuff that I like in terms of looks and function, so I don't even, you know, there's zero um, looking at the armor. You know, all my stuff's upgraded to 700, so I just get shards and uh, whatever out of it, glimmer and parts, or whatever, I don't know, whatever, whatever you get out of that stuff. It's, it's become a, you know, nothing to me anymore just because it's, I don't care enough about, you said, about all this armor that, you know, I don't have time to waste getting it for no reason. Yeah, no, I agree with you too. Because personally, like I, 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 I think maybe probably more than you. Well, I mean, actually, maybe about the same. Who knows? But maybe and like I think most of the armor that they have for some of these events is garbage. Oh like, my god! It's not even you know. If they actually had a really good set of armor, I might want to try to do it. But like most of the armor that they have has been absolute trash. And I disagree with him saying the whatever the solstice armor was good. I thought the solstice armor was hideous. I thought I thought it was cool looking. I was it wasn't the greatest. The I thought that, it was pretty hideous. The, 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 I got it. it that was the one, you know, like the end of year one kind of like wrap everything up. But you know, again, like the the revelry armor, trash. You know, the <laughs> the other armor, like the the winter stuff. I don't even think I got like more than like one piece of that because it was just trash, and I didn't care about grinding it. You know, when I have to do very, very, very specific things that are outside of what I normally do, and it's, like, not even easy to get. It's like, oh, I need to do, like, 50 bounties. Okay. Right, weekly so bounties. It's like, yeah, bullshit. Like, I'm not okay. okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so I, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to need you to just give me just a simple answer, okay, because I know we, we can both talk and you could talk all day. So do you like Gambit? Yes or no? Uh, partially. Yes, yes after a while it gets boring. So it, it is a nice change up, but okay. yes. Okay. Do you like Gambit Prime? Mm, yeah. Okay. Do you find the armor is useful? Do you think it's worth grinding for? Uh, absolutely not. Why? One, it's only, it only matters in Gambit Prime, not Gambit. So if you're playing Gambit, it doesn't matter at all. Um, and two, like, it's, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you back. It, I would say, yes, grind for a set. However, I do not think it matters so much where you need to try to grind for the perfect rolled set, like the God rolled set. To me, so long as you have pieces of it, it doesn't matter if, the, you know, the perks are 100% what you would, you know, want normally. You know, because I don't have the best rolled armor, but I guess I do have a, uh, what do I have? I think I have a full set of, Century, no, not sent Reaper armor. I have all like tier three Reaper armor, so I can be whatever max Reaper. So I guess those perks, yes, it is necessary, but I do not think it's worth worth wasting time to try to like you know run it multiple multiple times trying to get the best roll of it. It's 
hey, get one of each and call it a day. Well, I got a question for you. Uh, so let's, 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 let's look at this as objectively as we can here. So I'm just going to use you as an example. But let's say, hey, you really enjoyed Gambit Prime. You, every time you play Destiny, you got to play Gambit Prime. It's your favorite game. And obviously, the, the armor that you use is conducive to that game mode or, or Gambit period, I guess. And um, okay, you, you, and that's fine. And you grind it out. You finally get it. A season of Opulence comes along. And actually, you know what? Does Gambit? I don't think actually. Not not. I think about it. Gambit does. Does Gambit affect light level? I mean, does your light level matter in Gambit per se? I think it does when you fight against other enemies. When you so when you fight against other guardians, that it does matter, correct? Fighting the ads and like the boss or the primevals, no. Okay, that's it matters against that. So if you're never invading, I guess yeah, it can matter when someone invades, but. You know, I don't know. It, it, yes, it matters, but it it's situational. Where sometimes, you know, if, what if the other team never invades? Because I've played, you know, we played matches where they never invade. Well, guess what? Light doesn't matter then. <laughs> that is true. I guess my point is useless. Never mind. My my whole example just doesn't make any sense. So never mind. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, I do. I do. Just I, I do get and i do pretty much agree with the whole premise of it uh, i may not agree with that like if, if gambit is all you did and you loved gambit then yeah it's worth grinding well gambit prime anyways because it does again it doesn't affect gambit then it's worth doing it just like you know it's you know, if, if all you do is raid well i don't think the last wish raid armor does anything in terms of perks but like say when year one when you know the um the callus armor or whatever they actually you could you know get the perks to help you out you know like the, the like striking hand or giving hand and like that stuff like that stuff could help you out in the raid um and if you you know did that raid a lot then it was worth trying to get it and get good ones but, i got a question i got a question i got a question i got a question um i know they did i know later down the road they gave us they gave us um armor that uh, that would benefit us in the raid for like for for the uh, Leviathan raids, I mean, what, I know they were good, but honestly, I, I know they had something to do with elemental burn, getting heavy for certain kind of kills or something like that. I, you never, actually, you know, it was helpful. I don't know. Well, I just and I do not think all of the armor was helpful. The only ones I ever used were the class item, which is what you did, gives you a twenty five percent damage buff for ele- the not just elemental but ability damage. So your grenades, your melees, and your super. So, you know, if I were like a Nova Bomb or whatever, I would freaking throw on my uh, Void one because you could change it. And then, you know, I'd get buff on all my Void grenades and then my Nova Bomb. But and then the the gloves or the gauntlets or the other one that, yeah, there's either three options. One was you punch something, I think, or kill something with a melee and you either get a much higher chance of getting heavy ammo or another one was you get like a 25% bu- uh, buff in damage or like a 25% um, buff in damage resistance. Okay. All right. Hold on. Give me one second. All right. So um, we're, we're going to kind of cap the, we're going to kind of cap the conversation on, on the article here. But uh, for those that are listening, um, what, what do y'all, what are y'all, your thoughts on the article? I mean, so basically, you know, what we said and what the article was saying was, you know, a, a lot of the old, armor and the weapons that we grinded for let's say if you are a hardcore you know grinder or gamer excuse me he worked hard to get those items well how do you feel about them being almost irrelevant when new seasons come around right do you feel that's a problem do you really care as much are you kind of indifferent about the whole thing do you just kind of just accept it now and just kind of just move on and look forward to new exciting things because sometimes some people are okay with that granted this is kind of a collection game. Some people may not really agree 100%, but um, what, what are your thoughts on it? You know, uh, feel free to, you know, uh, let me know and, and anchor or just message me on Twitter or Instagram at Wayne01093, okay? Um, so one last question for you, Adam, and just kind of on the side. Um, do you like, because I, 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 don't, I, don't pers- I don't really know yet, but do you, would you, would you prefer a raid armor set that will give you benefits and perks for situational uh, events in the raid and segments in the raid, or would you prefer just to have over overall 
just good perks, like just good things to help you throughout the race. So, for example, the Leviathan, right? Um, it was the, the perks that we, we received wasn't anything specific to anything in the raid per se. I don't believe like events or like uh, encounters in the raid. I think it just gave us good perks and we just went through the process, right? You know, like increase, like you said, increase uh, elemental burn, you know, for like, your abilities, you know, more heavy ammo if you melee an enemy or kill him or something like that or whatever. But when it comes to Destiny 1, I, I can think about Crota. There's times where when the Oversoul is active, you get increased reload speed, you know, because the Oversoul kills you. So you got to shoot the Oversoul so you don't wipe. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Do you th- what do you think is more important or what do you desire more? What do you think? If that makes I, sense. I like the way D1 did it better um, with that. Uh, there's that because I remember the um, – Honestly, the ones I remember the most are the King's Fall and Leviathan, or not Leviathan, um, Axis. And those really made a difference. Like, Can, can you tell me? Because uh, I, I forgot the raid perks specifically. That so I don't remember every out. single one of them, but I remember it's like the some of them for like the King's Fall. There was like the gauntlets made it. If you were, remember like when you became like shadowy, like taken or whatever? Okay. I forgot what it's called, but you remember what you're talking about in, in the Sisters? I, I know. And, in the actual fighting um orcs yeah i was thinking crota i don't know why yeah oryx you like had better agility and like better like jumping or whatever when you were like that taken thing um yeah i felt that too you actually felt yeah like it was noticeable there's a couple i don't remember all of them i remember some i think one of the ones in axis had to do with ammo like i think the chest i think it was the chest piece or arms granted you like a much higher drop rate and like you know heavy ammo that's always a plus. Um, and some of those things, yeah. Like, so some of them were more specific and some were not. Some of them had to be like, oh, when you're like using the, the bomb or whatever, you have greater damage resistance. Like that actually came in huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, running around with those bombs and throwing them and you had much higher damage resistance when you were with them. Because you obviously were defenseless. You couldn't do anything with them. You know, I guess you could swing a little bit, but not <laughs> – Unless it was like a friggin', you know, drag, you weren't going to be doing much with it, just swinging a friggin' bomb at him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember. You're right. Yeah, I, I did. I thought that, I did. That were really, really helpful. And it also uh, gave you kind of um, elevated, like, the hero moments where, you know, again, like, we have a couple people dead, and, you know, now you're like, you know, only a couple of you to finish it off. Well, without those armor pieces, you might not have made it because, you know, whatever the perks were, but they make it um, a little more doable. I got you. All right. So I just wanted to kind of know your thoughts on that. All right. So now we're going to, you know, segment this uh, to the This Week at Bungie. And uh, they're talking about, like, setting the stage for the next DLC, the Season of Opulence, which I'm excited for personally. Um, Okay. So they said from one season to the next, and I'm just going to read this. All right. Um, they said, as Season of the Drifter comes to a close, a new source for powerful rewards will emerge. The Drifter will return to his role as your Gambit hype man, and Benedict 99-40 is about to become your source for brand new secrets and rewards. Let's take a look at how this new perspective will be making some sweet, sweeping changes to your weekly routine. I think they said sweeping on purpose because it's a robot. Maybe sweeping bot. I don't know. Uh, Okay, so the power surge. The power surge. Instead of set, in, in, instead of a set of bounties, a new power surge quest will be your jumping off point for season of opulence. You will need to complete this quest to access the new raid. Bro, are you like opening chips? No, I'm eating Skittles. Why are you so loud? <laughs> Jeez, suck on them quietly. Well, pouring them out of the bag, so that was what was loud. Out the bag, bro. Did you take? Did you pour the whole thing out the bag? Maybe. Or was, or was the hole too small? <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see what I'm saying, bro? Make a big hole. Don't make a little slit, like for a tic tac to slide it through. A big hole. It's also a very big bag. That's why you're fat, by the way. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's move on. Do you still work out? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So learning from learning from the season of the forge, this quest must be completed only once per account. 
and they're talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Hallelujah. We don't have to fucking do it three times, once on each character. Okay, yeah, because for a second, I thought you were, like, trying to be Japanese, like, you know, and, oh, yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I didn't even hear what you said. Bro, you just be saying stuff while I'm reading. All it's right. hard to talk sometimes with Skittles in your mouth. Just keep on sucking them, bro. All right, pause. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, after one character... After one character completes the quest, alternate characters will be rewarded with Surge Gear at power level 690. All right, so Gambit Bounties. We didn't, we didn't want rewards from the Drifter to be one of the primary sources of power following this run as the central character for the season of the Drifter. As a result, power boosts received from Gambit Bounties will decrease once you've reached 700 power. They will decrease even further once you reach 720 power. Now we're moving on to Prime Attunements. On day one, Prime Attunements will be reset to two charges for each player. You'll receive two new Prime Attunements, even if you are playing right up to the reset. We want you to be able to play your favorite character without it impacting your power level strategy. We talked about this in the previous TWAB. All right, so Crown of Sorrow Raid. The Crown of Sorrow Raid begins on day one of Season of Opulence at 4 p.m. PDT. Players who want to complete compete will need to complete the Power Surge quest. Bro, that means people ain't going to be sleeping. We've, we've taken additional steps. But it doesn't come out until, like, noon, well, noon Pacific. Uh, 10, no, noon Central, 10 Pacific. Oh, so that, oh, that means, oh, so that, that's like 1 p.m. Eastern then. Yep, yeah, it's like 1 p.m. Eastern. All right, whenever, well, I think people going to be at work. All right, anyway, don't really matter. Uh, the crown right, take the day off so they can complete that quest and that first ever raid. I used to have that luxury. Oh, come on. What do you think? What do you know, man? The people who are going to be doing the first ever raid, this is their job. They don't have to request off work. Uh, well, I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, streamers. I know. Absolutely. Anyway, all right. So the crown of star raid. All right. So, you want to, okay. So players who want to compete will need to vote. Okay. We, yeah, we need to do that. Okay, we've taken additional steps to level the playing field for the for world first status. All player all player power will be capped at power. Okay, what? All player power will be capped at power under each encounter within the raid for the first 24 hours. While while contest is active, players will face and enforce challenge throughout the raid. This means power beyond certain levels will provide no advantage for a given fight. For a given fight, they said for the first uh, for the first fight, all power above 700 won't provide an advantage, and for the final fight, power above 720 will not provide an advantage. Okay, we're going to deploy the update at 8 a.m. Pacific, and the game will be down until 10 a.m. Pacific, so that as many players as possible, so that so that as many players as possible can get through the download and verification verification step and be ready for opulence launch our goals for this cap progression that challenger that challenges raiders to climb to compete for world's first a world's first race that tests your skill communication and strategy and a world first rate that is fair are you excited about the rate adam depends on what it is because personally i i am because it's new but i'm not like I'm not giddy over it. So it depends. I've been, I don't know. I mean, someone has to do with nostalgia, but I just have missed the D1 raids. Really so do. far, I do not. Well, one, we only really have two raids. Well, no, I'd say we have two raids. I do not. Three, bro. No, we have two. Okay. All right. All right. We have okay. Leviathan, and we have. Last wish. Scourge of the Past is not a raid. It's like a raid encounter. Okay. Just, all right. It's a raid, bro. <laughs> it is a very short raid. Okay. So it's, it's basically you're, you're you're saying it's it's like it's it's like you're saying the Crotazin wasn't wasn't a raid. It was, it's a glorified strike. I get what you're saying. It wasn't very long or lengthy or even what's the word I'm looking for? Lengthy or as rich with I guess encounters. Yeah, I guess the, the one, one difference though is that Croto. Well, I guess it was the second one, not the first one, wasn't it? 
Or was it the first one? Vault the Glass was the very first raid in Destiny okay. 1. Yeah, I think Vault was better. Um, no. Debatable. The only good thing about Crota was the beginning part when you're running around getting trying not to blow up by a thrall. That's the that's the best part, but that's not yeah. the only part that's good. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess it just doesn't seem like as mechanic heavy. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to place my hand because it just it just wasn't very fun. Compared to like we played King's Fall like so many times. Oh no, so even Axis. And stop. I got bored with Scourge after like four times, five times. Okay, so I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why uh you feel that way. And I think we're usually in the same boat when it comes to this stuff, because we talked about this off the podcast. The reason why I don't really have as much fun in the Destiny Two raids compared to the D one raids is because the the risk there's there's a lot there's a lot of mechanics involved trust me but i don't think it's as fun because you can't really pull off it's for a i feel like most of the encounters are more like puzzles than actual like boss encounters right and i think they did fix that a bit but i'm just tired of doing puzzles and jumping puzzles aren't fun i get why they're there i just don't really care for them and i like jumping puzzles but i like jumping puzzles not being like timed that too I agree with you on that. I think, I think it was hilarious in King's Fall watching people struggle with those things. But it didn't matter because it wasn't like, you know, oh, my goodness, like, because you suck at jumping is why we lost. Like, you know, it's like, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, okay, so I, I, I agree partially with what you said. Like, I, I like the fact that jumping puzzles can give you a moment of time to, I guess, reflect and talk about the previous, previous boss encounter you just had, have some laughs. And, you know, I guess ease the tension to just talk. Yeah, fam, laugh at people who can't jump. Well, okay, yeah, you laugh. Sure, that's also part of it, too. But, I mean, I personally, I, I want to get the raid going. I, I want there to be a good flow and, you know, some consistency. So there's times where I would literally walk away from the TV because I knew someone was just – someone sucks at jumping. So I just walk away and make, make it like a sandwich. And they still didn't make it. Uh, and then it gets to the point where we just have to kick them. Like, all right, bro. And we just wasted like a half an hour. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed the inner the intermission, but. Well, I think the reason I like it is because it's those areas that you have the hidden chests. Like, otherwise, if there weren't some sort of jumping puzzle or maze, there wouldn't be those hidden chests available. I mean, I, I guess. Personally, I don't really give a dang about a hidden chest. I just want to beat the boss. Who cares? Um and I'm just yeah, a puzzle. I don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, so for me, like I said, I think those are the reasons. Well, the, the other reason as well why, why I believe we may not really care f- for the D2 raids compared to the D1 raids is because the lack of hero moments, right? There's times where we would, the fire team will make a mistake and it'll, the, the pressure will be up to the remaining guardians to try to pull off a clutch, right? The King's Fall raid, when it came to opening up the door to the war priest, there's times where people would die, and we would have to, like, it would be three people left, and we would just have to just do something miraculous, right? So in King's Fall raid, Crota's end, all the D1 raids, there were actually opportunities where even where even when you were at a disadvantage, you could still pull it off. And when you did pull it off, it felt great, right? And, and this one, it's just not a lot of opportunity for that, right? And like, I don't know. I think that's partially one of the ways. So, Agreed. Like the whole token system and and then the, like most of the encounters have to have like, well, I guess not most. There's a lot of the encounters where you like need like six people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, eat, so for, for them, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whether, whether you're fighting a boss or not, most, ca- most cases you, you need everybody. Except for the, except for the ending, because uh, you know, except for when you fight Callus himself, yeah, I think you only need like three people, like three to two people tops. Um, I don't know if someone soloed it yet, but that's that just sounds boring to me. Um, yeah, no, and I, like I said, Destiny Two raids aren't bad. It's just I don't know. I just I just not get. I don't get that excited over them. Yeah, so I'm holding my breath. I hope this raid is really good. Although if it's another one on the Leviathan, I'm. My my excitement is already knocked down like fifty percent. Well, let's be honest, bro. Well, I, th- I, th- I think I think you might as well just expect that to happen. I mean, 
Where else are we really going to go, right? Back to the Dreadnought, man. But Callus go. I know. Well, and, and I think that the fact, that, like, Callus pissed me off. The the way they have dealt with the story with Callus, and he's still just sitting up there floating, like, and they like doing like you know around Nessus, like. We we've got to finish his storyline, or just like, or forget about him and leave him and move on. Like, there's so many other characters and other things that I am more interested in right now than him and his bullshit. You know, oh, I've seen the nothing and blah blah blah. It's like, okay, well, tell us or go home. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's bro, he he he's still sucking up Nessus. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we have now been there three times, and you know, we've like hardly learned anything else after like the first time. Oh, the second time, you know, what we learned, oh, that it, the there's a thing that could eat planets in there. Okay, well, we kind of saw that because it was eating asses, you know. And, you know, and then, oh, what happened a third time? Oh, we just killed one of his enemies for him. No big deal. Like, well, I don't know. So, look, I- they were just, like, wasted, like, experiences. Where, like, they weren't even fun. Um, I mean... I, I mean, I'm not going to agree with that. I mean, like, I actually did have fun during the race. Just compared to D1, it wasn't as fun. Um, oh, but in D1, they were all very, very different. They were all very different locations. And I, I guess that's my problem. Is like, I'm getting sick of just being on Leviathan. Like, yeah, I know one's in the underbelly and one's in, like, the upper little area. But they are still have a very, very similar feel to them because they're all on Leviathan. And it's yeah. all, like, the gold stuff. And it's all, like, the, it just... It's boring. I want something new. And I guess, you know, even the Dreadnought wouldn't be new. So I don't know if we want it somewhere else. But I want to know more about Sabbath. Like, I am, again, I'm just over callous. They have drawn it out way too much. And they've not made him interesting enough. You know. So I just, you know, leave him, move on. Like, I don't know what's going on with Sabathun. I don't know what's going on with Aldrin. Like, there's so many other things in that are, like, like cliffhanging right now that they're not covering that I don't care about a fat robot that we have yet to actually meet the real dude. The turtle. <laughs> I, you know, the cool, the cool thing is, uh, yeah, no, that, that's another thing, too. We know that Saturn or Saturn slash the, uh, what you call it? What was it again? What's the, what's Dreadnought. the show? Dreadnought, thank you. Um, is, is the next place that the Traveler's Light have touched. And that's what I'm that's- saying. That's why, like, why are we not going back there? Because we already know Sabathun is somewhere on our way. In what form or fashion, no idea. But we know from the or that strike that they were trying to summon Sabathun and calling her here. We know that the Taken or do not actually have like a, you know, a leader right now, and everything is pointing to her. And like, there's all these things like that are like kind of alluding to the fact that she's coming. You know, why are we not going to be fighting Sabathun? And you're like, some people are like, well, we are. It's going to be on the Leviathan. I'm like, why are we going to be fighting her on the Leviathan? Check it out. Plot twist. <laughs> Sabathun is callous. Or the second one, we, we fight Sabathun in a strike. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah. And, and so honestly, it's funny because I, you know, I heard they, them say cause when Zol, they're like, oh, well, Zol isn't really dead. He's, you know, he'll be coming back. I'm like, what? Was that really part of the plan, or were you just trying to cover your ass because so many people were upset that we killed this worm god in a freaking strike? <laughs> <laughs> like, are they trying to, like, you know, like just, you know, try to, you know, oh, yeah, that was the plan the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, because nothing made it seem that way. Like, from what it looks like, we killed Zol, like, in that mission, in that strike. Yeah, he he turned it he he turned it to cornflakes. <laughs> it was like freaking Thanos snapped his fingers and Zol disappeared. Hey man, you just you just you just, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, uh, man. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Callus, I'm just all of a sudden really pissed off about Callus now. I swear, man, I I just do not want, even though it ended up make sense because you know the whole season of opulence and everything else, like we're gonna be going back there, and it's like why, just why? He was not that good of a character, and it was not that great of an area to begin with. Okay, all right, so all right, well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't completely, I don't really agree with you on that. I think you're just saying that because 
you're 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 just sick of it. Okay. Now, granted, well, I, I personally, I told you guys before, I, I'm I'm a fan of Callis, right? And I, I, the reason why I like him so much is because we don't really know where he stands, right? We just really don't because he could be an ally or an enemy. And honestly, maybe he sees. I know he has um, a, a device that can that can uh, he can travel or see the future with or something like that. So maybe he sees this darkness coming and he wants to be prepared as well, right? I felt like him, the Drifter, have a similar mindset in terms in terms of just saving their own behind and I guess preserving. You know, I, I guess you could say Callus is more about his legacy and the Drifter which is the shifty uncle is just worried about covering his own butt. But uh, I'm just, I actually, my biggest thing is I want to know about nine. I want to know about zero. And I want to know about the nine. Like that to me has been something that it is now almost two full games that we still know next to nothing about them. Like, yeah, we know like a, a clip here or there and they're finally starting to give us more. But like we heard about the nine back in the beginning of D one. And we still don't have like a lot of information about them, and that just pisses me off. I hear you. All right, so look, I want to talk a little bit some more about that, but I'm just going to go through the more, the more, uh, the more. The, I'm going to go through the notes, the rest of the notes on the this week at Bungie, real quick. It's talking about Eververse. So the Eververse updates, right? With season of opulence, we're making some changes to the Eververse store. We had two main goals for the changes we're making to Eververse. <laughs> I'm still thinking about cornflakes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought about Zol. He just he's cereal. He's <laughs> Where's the milk? All right. I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. We had two main goals for the changes we're making to the Eververse in Season of Opulence. Direct pick. So, this is one section. Direct pick. Every new Eververse item in Season of Opulence will be available for direct purchase via Silver or Bright Dust. Most of these offers will be time-limited with new items available weekly. Okay, that's nice. Uh, okay, I, I don't really spend a lot of stuff in... Well, that's not true. If I have enough Bright Ingrid... I'm sorry, if I have enough Bright Dust and it looks cool, I'm going to definitely buy it. Uh, when it comes to Silver, if it was Destiny 1, I'd be spending money all day. Just at the Eververse store, but I don't know. Um, okay. Number two, greatest hits. Season of Opulence. Season of Opulence's Bright Ingram will contain a collection of community favorite legacy items, which just is a fancy way of saying old items, uh, with a focus on the best of year one. Okay. Uh, if you missed out on spicy ramen or the selfie emote, Season of Opulence is your chance. And these. These emotes are just stupid. No, I want to know why it's not my chance because I would have gotten it by now if it were my chance. <laughs> okay, here's some additional details. Armor. <laughs> a full armor sets will be made available as a single uh, per class bundle as opposed to being offered only via bright engrams. Okay, that's cool. Individual armor pieces can also be purchased for bright dust whenever they appear in the storefront. These armor pieces feature fixed perk rolls that are not randomized across duplicates. Okay, that's fair. That's fine. If we're going to pay for it, whatever. That's fine. Keep it consistent. Number, th number four. Well, number three was armor, and then number four is a simpler interface. And I'm looking at the interface, and I'm not going to lie, it looks pretty good. I, it's very direct. It's not confusing. I like it a lot. So for Eververse? Correct. Okay. This And uh, a simpler interface. Okay. Specific items are now featured on the front page and will be cycled with each week, each weekly reset. Most offers will be time limited to make way for rotating inventory with some coming back into rotation at a later date. Most players can access this new interface by visiting Tess in her usual tower location. Cool. And number five, wrapped items and refunds. Individual items purchased for silver will now go to the relevant character inventory location in a wrapped state. Example, a sparrow purchased directly for silver will arrive wrapped in the sparrow inventory. To use an item, it must be open just like a bundle. Once open, the item functions and the item functions and can be accessed normally. If you wish to refund an item, you will have seven days from purchase to do so. Items that have been opened cannot be refunded. 
All of these changes go live day one of season of opulence. As always, we'll be monitoring how this all works, and we're eager to hear what you do and don't like about the new storefront. Okay. Um, there's some stuff in here. Preparations. Da, 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 and I don't really care about any of this. Um, Basically, I'll sum it up for you. Don't try to hoard anything because it's not going to matter. They've already made it. So that way, any engrams, any like thing that you can like normally get high gear out of, uh, bounties and this and that, if you have collected it, or, or like gotten it before season of opulence starts doesn't matter if you haven't you know cashed it in or turned it in it's going to be capped at 700 so that's what it's to all the preparing like don't try to like do any of that stuff it's only a waste of time yep no saving bounties no saving this that trying to get a leg up on the competition because bungie has prepared for it so yeah so yeah and I, honestly i'm okay with that this doesn't really affect me either i'm sorry excuse me I personally don't care either way whether whether Bungie did anything or not because you know me I don't care to save in grams I don't care to set I never cared just to try to get a leg up don't care so I just the only things I do well I guess it's not really trying to get a leg up I just have nothing really I care to upgrade right now but like legend or not legendary shards because I have like ten thousand of those um, literally the <laughs> masterwork course. Um, <laughs> Yeah, right now, it'd be pointless like to – well, I guess depending. My personal opinion is if you have something that's not like 700, you know, it's it's not worth trying to upgrade it to 700 now because in, what, like a week or two, it's going to be um, – Yeah. You're going to need it to be, you know, more than that, like okay. 750 or whatever, so. Actually, Adam, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, so for the listeners, if you even made it this far, first of all, you a real G. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, that was stupid. Um, but Adam made a really good point. Uh, yeah, since the season of opulence is coming soon, I didn't even think of this. Save all your uh, masterwork core engrams, right? Or uh, upgrade cores, whatever. whatever. Just save cores. The gold little things. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sa save up all your masterwork cores, okay? Because... If we're going to be transitioning to a new DLC within a couple of weeks, why waste your why waste upgrading things to 700 when you're going to upgrade past 700 anyway? And even while you're grinding through the process, which I'm sure is capped to a certain extent, so you don't go super crazy, you might as well just save your stuff until you know what I mean. Like I don't know, but just save your things until just just save your masterwork cores until the season of opulence arrives. Period. I think it's a good idea. Good job, Adam. Yeah. Did something right finally. Woo. You actually met, you messed up you messed up my flow in the beginning about you know because we always do a Caleb City thing. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You just I hear <laughs> I, and this uh, this is what I hear, Adam. I hear the sticks. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this auto rifle. I'm gonna posting out. See what I'm saying? Oh yep. man, but um. I think overall, I, I, am, I am excited, though, about the game. I mean, I, I am excited. I, I, I'm just not, like, ecstatic like I used to be. I, Bungie still still knows how to, you know, uh, hype up. It's, it's consumer based though, when they make a trailer or a Vidoc. I mean, I'm always excited to play, but uh, I don't know. I, I, the, the, it's, it's corny as this sounds. I want to I wanna continue to play with my friends. I do. And when my friends aren't interested in the game, it – Oh, it kind of just bugs me out because I like playing the raids. I really that's what made one of the that's what made the raids fun when I had people to play with and people that would go the extra mile and do X, Y, and Z. So when it you, my myself, Adam, and Fruit Loop or Paul, I am Adam. That's the end of the podcast, y'all. I'm about to get off this game. <laughs> Case in point, we used to, used to do we used to do three man raids. Uh, in Destiny 1. Vault the Glass, Wrath in the Machine. Those are the main two ones we actually did that were like three-man. And you can't do that in D2. I don't know. It's, it's part of the hero moments, right? Some Just the, just challenging yourself. I don't know. I wish Bungie was just more flexible on allowing, allowing, allowing people to solo and, you know, just put themselves at a disadvantage. Well, actually, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking on it now. I want to go back. What did you think about Bungie forcing us to use specific loadouts for a raid. Do you remember that? You mean in, oh, like the... 
So this like this is hard mode for like the the raid layers. Yeah, for the raid layers, right? So for the hard mode, you would have to wear I have to rock an auto rifle, a sniper, and a uh, 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 you know a rocket or an, you know what I'm saying. So like they will force you to. What do you think of that? So I liked it, but it was also not fun. I don't know. I I think that there should have been an option where almost like three months. So instead of just normal and hard mode, there should be like normal hard mode. And then that like special mode where, you know, even for like a greater challenge, because there'll be times where I don't want to do that, but I don't want to do normal mode either. Cause normal mode sometimes too easy. And it's one of those, it's like, I don't know. I think they just need to have a third option. Like, and have it, you know, you can do normal mode, you can do hard mode, or you can do this, like call it like challenge mode or something. Well, like they did in Destiny 1, per se. They had challenges. Like, you know, and, and do that, where it's like, hey, you got to do these. And, um, yeah, and they can do stuff like that. Or, you know, have, you know, like, oh, you have to all be solar subclass or something. Right, right, right. Uh, but have it be like a challenge mode. And, like, you know, so so that way and, – and, and that's, I think, the issue I have with a lot of stuff in D2 is um, they don't allow the option. I think and, and I don't know what if they're trying to just make it easier to try to be like more user friend or not necessarily user friendly, but um, I kind of even though I'm sure some people are going to hate me for this, I equate it to like Apple. I personally hate Apple products, but I know, uh, you know, the, and, and not because they're not good. I just I do not like the style and like the way they function. Um everyone's always like, oh, well, they're so simple. They're so easy to use. I'm like, but sometimes I want to have things to be able to be customized more than Apple allows me to. And so for someone who just wants, you know, something to function very well and, you know, to be simple without having to mess with it, it's a great product. It really is. But for someone who wants to actually take the time and mess with it and customize it and do things so that way it's exactly how they want it, well, that's not for them. And I think that was more like D1. D1, you know, even with our supers, you know, you could choose all sorts of different, you know, things instead of just grenade, jump, and option A, B, or C. You know, it was, you know, you could throw on all sorts of different things. Because then the armor, a lot of the exotic armor then added some of those perks. So then, you know, it was, it became a much more of a, like, strategic game and you get to play around with different loadouts and different things and find out what works for you rather than, Again, the, how often I change my armor or my stuff is like negligible, which again, it makes it easy, but it also makes it extremely boring. Like it, it doesn't mean anything. It's, you know, again, there's no, there's no reason to try to grind for things because it's all cosmetic at this point because I have the one or two pieces of gear that I want and, you know, so be it. And because there's no real advantage for using things for like, you know, in a raid, it, it takes the fun out of that grind like i don't mind grinding things but they better be worth my time and right now they do not whereas d1 did yeah i yeah i, I well said dude yeah, i don't have to say anything else well look so we're gonna wrap up the podcast here we kind of overstepped our bound when it comes to time but uh you know yeah, but that's what happens when you're kind of passionate about a game when you make a lot of good points so and plus i did read like an entire article so um, but yeah, so I want to thank you guys for tuning in to, for another episode of the clan podcast. I did recently make a video, I guess a thank you video, just saying thank you for supporting the content, you know, whether it's the podcast or just the other content elsewhere, like videos or just seeing me live on Twitch. I do appreciate that. So I'm gonna do a quick plug and then we're going to be out of here. So if you guys want to, um, if you guys want to uh, have more updates and just be, more uh more aware of when i go live and what content i post whether entertaining or just informative or just information about the podcast you can find me on twitter at wayne zero one one ninety three and if you you if you just want more entertainment and pictures and videos and bloopers and stuff for the podcast uh, it's, it's more just to be more creative um but you could uh find me on instagram uh at wayne zero one one ninety three yeah um, but yeah, and also one last thing, I'm gonna start doing. And this if he ever gets around to making more, you know, highlight reels. I mean, I'm, I am. <laughs> I said yes. Okay, so 
And last thing, if you, uh, I know, you, for those of you guys that are listening, I know you guys are interested in Destiny. You guys enjoy the game. But if you play other games and you have interests, if you have interests elsewhere, well, I do. We do have another podcast called the EBD Podcast, which is the Everything But Destiny Podcast, and um, we just talk about everything else but Destiny. Pretty self-explanatory. So if you like that, uh, just make sure you uh, go on iTunes or Spotify. Just type in EBD, and you should be able to find it. Okay. All right, Adam. You have anything else? Actually, no. I'm not giving you that option. And it's. <laughs> <laughs> and until then we will see you guys oh. okay goodbye everybody bye <laughs> bye